3: It saved me! Oh my god!
0: I think Doran tries to scream. It's a knowing scream. I understand your frustrations with Jack.
2: It means it turns one thing into another thing. And I cast Animal Friendship on Look, it.
0: they're not
4: going to have long to breathe under there. We need to get them out as soon as possible.
5: Like, we need to figure this out now. This is a creature. We gotta neg him a little bit. Well? It's alive somehow, maybe. Sink deeper.
3: Veranda's screaming face disappears below the surface of this quicksand. What? What do we do now?
4: Hey, hey. Welcome back to Dice Shane. This is season two, episode twenty-five, Six Feet Under.
3: MVP this week is Halaspis for their amazing review on Pod Chaser. They said that this is the only gaming show where they truly care for everyone involved. Thank you, Halaspis. We care about you too.
4: We sure do. Invictus Con is back! That's right, Invictus Con 2023 is an online convention for fans of Dice Shame, Malevolent, and Invictus. Join us the weekend of March 24th for RPGs, contests, panels, and more. If you'd like to join an RPG, head to DiceShamePodcast.com slash P slash Invictus Con, or check the link in the description, and find out when sign-ups are open. Plenty of games to be had.
3: It's going to be a really good time.
4: Like every year.
3: All right, should we do this? Yeah,
4: let's do it.
3: Woo! You stand before the mysterious pit of quicksand Your friend Doran entirely submerged And Veranda panicking, sinking deeper every second Save me!
2: Oh my
4: god! We're trying to save you, just hold on We're not going to cast magic and we're not going to use a rope Just wait, just let us think for a second And I turn to Jack and I say, transmutation magic, what kind is it? That's why I'm asking. This is magical. It's a trick. It's the kind that transmutes
5: stuff, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not Jack. I I understand your frustrations with Jack, but (laughs) it's not me. (laughs) It means it turns one thing into another thing. You're the thinky. I'm the dewy. You think. Well, I mean, could I pull out some arcane knowledge of transmutation magic and quicksand and geology and see if I can come up with a strategy? That's why I'm turning to him yelling the type of magic. Uh, (laughs)
3: 25. Jack, you get up real close to examine the nature of this quicksand, and you deduce that this is no ordinary non-Newtonian fluid. Mm -hmm. This quicksand is not a natural bog at all. The lumps and filaments that greedily consume Veranda's torso screaming in front of you is silkily displacing itself around her Mm -hmm. it appears to have a dull gleam and the movement is accompanied by an almost indiscernible whirring sound jack what do you see anything talk to us like we need to figure this out now
5: (laughs) so i'm hearing a whirring sound am i thinking this quicksand is alive or am I thinking that that whirring sound is mechanical both the sand might be a creature it's it's alive somehow maybe red Um, fires at
4: it
3: yeah okay red
4: I pull out my bow and I fire an arrow roll to hit it's the ground
3: it still has an AC 18
4: 18
3: and how much damage
4: is it injured is it a humanoid
3: (laughs) no to both of those things can I cast
2: animal friendship on it? Can we be friends? <laughs> God no. <laughs>
3: Can I use an arcana check?
4: Eight damage. Okay.
3: Your arrow not only hits this quicksand, but after a second of sticking into it, the arrow falls flat and then begins to dissolve. Oh.
2: Dissolve.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: I don't like that. An ooze.
4: Red picks up a stone, a heavy stone, and tosses it in the same area that he shot the arrow.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Not to hurt, just to see what happens.
3: Just to see what happens. It begins to sink, much like Veranda is now up to her neck.
4: It's not living. It's not discerning living creatures. Ideas, Jack!
5: This is a creature, and so then I am going to, with a wave of my wand, strongly suggest that it give Doran and Veranda back to us.
3: Your spell appears to have no effect as Veranda's screaming face disappears below the surface of this quicksand. No! Oh, no. <sighs> Doran, you sink into darkness. And you let your body relax.
5: Sink deeper.
3: As you relax and allow your body to be taken by this quicksand, you feel this strange silkiness against your exposed skin and a kind of a writhing. Oh. And it's strange. You've, you've heard stories of people buried in avalanches and landslides and how it's not the bludgeoning that kills you, it's the suffocation. But, but you can still breathe right now.
0: Wait a minute. What's going on And
3: then you're lowered into open air. Thin filaments of flexible metal, maybe. Something thin as spiderweb, gossamer, stream down from the ceiling above you and deposit you down onto the floor below. Far, far below.
0: Wow. Wow. I think Dorian tries to scream up. Back up from whence he came, you know, to like let people know.
3: What do you say?
0: <laughs> hopefully yeah, hopefully it, it it conveys the right
2: It's a knowing scream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm okay. I'm not hurt. I'm not dying. How do you know, really? Of course on the surface all you hear is
3: hurt <laughs> dying. <laughs> <laughs> the sound echoes around this dark Room and reverberates off of the floor that you're standing on. It's metal, a solid piece of metal. You stand in the dark, considering your next move, until you look up and you see the feet of Veranda kicking wildly as she begins to descend from the bottom of this plug of quicksand.
0: Veranda, Veranda. What the? What's happening i don't know but you gotta stay calm
3: and she swings down on a tether of this material and slams into the side of the tunnel leading down dazed she rebounds off and is deposited prone beside you on the floor breathing heavily
0: can i see is it pitch black or
3: Well, you have dark vision, my friend, but Veranda does not. Right. You can see the panic in her face.
0: Doran, like, (laughs) immediately grabs her by her shoulders, you know, and stands her up. Hey, hey, relax. We're breathing. We're here. You're right beside me. I can see. What the f- (laughs) It's dark, but just, just don't panic.
3: Up on the surface, Red, Mari, Jack, and Kieran. You have just lost sight of two party members. What do you do? Uh, shit. What
5: What do we do now? Well, we've still got ropes that are going in, right?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, they're not going to have long to breathe under there. We need to get them out as soon as possible. Yeah. Red fires two more arrows in, just kind of randomly. Mm-hmm. Just to see if the repeated thing happens, if they dissolve.
3: Red, the first arrow affects this quicksand much the same as your previous arrow, but the second one causes a rippling change in the nature of this substance. It's different about that one. What?
4: Ah, so yeah, Red Red really pulls back after seeing the rippling effect, and he says, okay, and I'm going to fire at it with as much damage as I possibly can, which will be like, you know, 22 damage a million if damage I really, well I mean if I want to cast fucking <laughs> no, Hunter's sure. Mark on the thing and I don't know <laughs>
3: the quicksand shudders and then opens a hole down into this black well of darkness and Doran you see a brief spotlight of night air coming down
5: Doran hey we're okay what do you mean you're okay We're okay. We're not dead. Um.
4: What are the odds that that's actually Doran?
5: (laughs) Maybe we should just cut our losses and move on. It's me.
2: Could you ask him a question that only he would know?
4: Okay. Doran, when you get nervous, where do you blush? It's my bum. Come on.
3: (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, that's Doran. (laughs) And then this quivering mass of quicksand begins to reform.
4: Well, fuck it. Red jumps in. Skids down the sides of the sand.
3: You jump through the hole?
4: Yeah. I mean, I mean, we know how to open it, so I could open it back up, presumably. I want to see what's going on down here. Okay. Hi. Hi. I missed you, Darren. And I throw oh. my arms around you, and I hug you, and I kiss you on both cheeks.
3: Aww.
0: French style. Uh, I embrace you, too. I'm not letting go of you, Veranda.
3: Mari and Jack and Kieran. What? You are alone on the wintry surface of this uh, early mountain slope.
2: Wow. <sighs> Well,
3: they're all down there now, Uh, and we're up here.
2: Red's very certain he can open it from the inside. I'm a little concerned that I don't think
5: it's going to work from the inside. That's kind of where I'm at also. Yeah. Um, On three, let's just open the hole and see if we can make sure that Red got in okay.
2: Mari takes her staff, and she whacks it really
5: hard against the ground. At the same time as she hits the thing with the stick, Jack throws a firebolt trying to like blast a hole at that spot to sort of combine our impacts and open a hole again.
3: Okay, with your combined magical efforts, you open another small hole into this quicksand plug.
5: Can you open a hole from the inside? Hmm, I don't know, stop being babies. (laughs) It's adventure, jump down.
3: Yeah, don't be boring.
5: Yeah, I so but I'm I I get that. And I I would have loved to have been caught in the quicksand and not got out because then there's no reason to to overthink. But now but now like construct with me a rationale for Jack to be like, Yeah, fuck it, let's go see I mean Red looks around
4: down here.
3: Ah, all right, Red. As you stand around waiting for the two magic users tentatively to figure out what the fuck they're going to do on the surface, you look <laughs> You look around this room. The floor underfoot appears to be a solid piece of metal nearly 40 feet in diameter. The room itself is somewhat larger, roughly octagonal, with a single exit to the north. It's dark.
4: Hey, looky here. Red walks over to the doorway to the north. And is there any sort of discernible carvings or architecture that seems unique?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Red, as you traverse part of this room, you note that the metal inlay on the floor resembles a starburst or a sun pattern with concentric circles from the center into some darker metal beyond the rays, and that there are circles of text carved and inlaid on this metal disc using Dwarven runes. Ah,
4: can I they're dwarven runes? Mm-hmm. Hey Doran, what do, what do these say? They look
3: dwarven. Yeah. Doran, what languages do you speak?
0: Common and dwarvish.
3: Doran, you recognize these letters, but you can't read the language.
4: Ah, oh, weird. Hey, hey, there's some weird runes down here. They look dwarven, but Doran can't read them. Uh, and there's a door. No, oh, no, we gotta we gotta neg him a little bit. Don't worry about it. It's just an adventure down here. We'll have fun.
5: Words, I'm in. <laughs> On three, all right? All right. Jack sort of reaches out his hand to make sure, one, he's not going in alone. <laughs> and, and for no, encouragement, takes his
2: she uh, yeah, Mari, Mari, takes takes his hand, kind of a little reluctantly, but also does not want to go down there by herself.
5: Your hands so sweaty. <laughs> I put Kieran in a pocket dimension for a quick minute.
2: As they're going in, she grabs the night vision goggles out of her bag.
5: Good call.
3: Red and Doran, you watch as Mari and Jack's feet emerge from the ceiling and then they begin to descend on these long filaments of metal. Dorian
0: puts a hand on Brandon's shoulder again. He says, look, the other two are coming down now, so just hang tight. I, just,
3: I can't see anything.
0: We'll light a torch or something, I'm sure, soon enough.
3: Mari and Jack, you make your way down, down, down. The ceiling is some 60, 100 feet above you and you touch down in the dark.
0: Yikes!
4: Hey guys! Welcome to the party.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: welcome yeah. down.
4: What?
0: See, it's not so yeah. bad down here. Look. Well, these are old dwarven ruins we might be standing. Runes. I mean, K- that's what I meant to say.
3: Is there a way up? Red, can you climb? Look, this isn't a
4: death trap, it's an entrance. Look, guys.
5: Jack pulls it out his portable hole and fishes around in his old dungeoneering pack from the early days and <laughs> finds a, mm-hmm. a torch. Oh, I think it's a lantern, actually. He finds a lantern and some flint and steel and lights up Look, the lantern. it's my portable hole
4: that Jack has. <laughs> that my <laughs> mom gave That you. Jack has my portable hole. Uh, he pulls
5: out a bullseye lantern uh, with a casts a lovely cone of light, has a flask of oil burning in it and uh, hands it over to a veranda. Um, hopefully this helps you see a little better.
3: <laughs> As the light washes over the room. This gorgeous bronze color from the metal that's inlaid into the floor just washes up at everyone, and you're able to fully appreciate this room. The stonework is gorgeous. Um, it's well cut, set together, almost seamless.
5: Is is it worth uh, comprehending languages? We'll check on you in ten.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Doran admittedly is quite interested now. He's seeing dwarven runes and assumes that this is a dwarven ruin fine 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 we we'll wait 10 minutes
4: <sighs> echo. echo 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 not much of an echo don but thank you for making me feel better
0: well i tried you know sometimes you gotta help friends like wet like that <laughs> your,
4: your impression me was quite good have you been practicing no.
5: <laughs> no, I, I don't go off and walks in the woods by myself to practice being red. Uh, okay. I, I wasn't
4: trying to put you on the spot, sorry.
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, Jack's got the last few incantations and the last little bit of chalk to sort of get his ritual completed to touch this floor and find out what these words say.
3: Where are you doing your ritual? Right smack God, dab in right the center of right smack dab in the middle. It's, it's the
5: You're the big bloody X. The mm-hmm. most efficient place to do it is, you know, a circle, so we can touch all the words and
3: and really yeah. know what it it's says. with the
4: anvil floating over it?
3: Oh, Jack, as you complete- sort of Damocles. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, as you finish the final murmurings of your incantation, you are. Possessed of the power to comprehend languages. Mm -hmm. Congratulations! (gasps) The little Duolingo thing shows up. (laughs) That's right.
5: I touch the surface with which this mysterious language is written on and see what there is to know.
3: Mm. Mm -hmm. You read the following from these runes The Accord of Bavarit is broken. With Zosen Baffle, we vow to pursue contrivance and innovation above all. May its designers be brought to riches never before seen or imagined.
5: Hmm, does Bavarit or Zosen Baffle uh, mean anything to my?
3: No, you've never heard of these words before.
5: Fair enough, and we and we. This was a. Ancient Dwarven e Dwarven script, but a different language.
3: It is Gnomish. Gnomes use the Dwarvish alphabet, gotcha. the same oh. way that like French people use the same alphabet yeah, yeah. that we do, but it's a different language. Right, Pff, okay, French people, but it's trash. Different, <laughs> which <laughs> different makes words. sense why
0: Doran can't read it.
3: That's right. Oh, okay. so you you can read the letters, but you don't know what the words mean, basically. Right, 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 yeah. right.
0: Cool.
5: Jack stands up and and sort of. This is some kind of like Gnomish workshop, I think. I, I, I've never heard of Bavarit or Baffle, but they sound like gnomish words to me. That's my, mm. they're my best guess there. They came down here to make innovations, and by the grinding of gears that we can kind of hear through the walls, maybe that, that all kind of tracks. Mm. Uh,
4: what, hold on, Bavarit, what's-a, what's-a, Zoza, what's-it?
5: I uh. I mean, they sound like baked goods.
4: Well, what did you say? You touched a thing and then you said words that I didn't understand.
5: Yeah, could you
2: repeat what you said?
5: Sorry, the accord of Bavarit is broken, mm. with Zosinbafl, which I think is the name of this place, uh, the creators strive for innovation and hope that its designers can overcome the darkness in their past or something to that effect. It's not mm-hmm. a direct translation.
3: <laughs> nice. Above your head, all light is blotted out by this magical, strange quicksand. It would appear that your passage is sealed, heading north out of the room, is a dark hallway.
0: all oh, right right. I wonder if we should just, um, you know, I mean, we can't go up. And Doran looks up. Can we? No, oh, we're gonna go in. This is the whole thing. This
4: is a magic gnomish buffle This is great. I mean... <laughs> Come on, we haven't done one of these things. <laughs> I call them dungeon crawls
2: in a long time. <laughs> I know. We're I not know. really crawling. I'm still standing. You
4: will. They get really small down here.
0: I'm just saying, like, you know, we, 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 are, we were headed... Um, To a destination. And, and I was just thinking, you know, it might be fun to explore, but ho- hopefully we can find an exit. Dorin, we'll get to your family.
5: Don't worry. I'm going to guess that that's not the way most gnomes got in and out of their fabulous workshop. Uh, I'm going to guess that maybe had a different purpose that we're not quite clear on yet. But I, I would be worried as we walk through here about, like traps or, or devices that we're not expecting and that's maybe, Red, right keep your eyes peeled because this place could be wily.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You first, Doran.
5: Of course, <laughs> no
0: problem. Doran kind of skulks forward into the, into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Is there a door or just a doorway?
3: There's just a doorway heading north.
0: I got you back, buddy. And I put one of my hands on Doran's shoulder for a
4: second, then draw my bow.
3: Veranda looks towards you, Mari. Should I just come? Um, I'll I'll just go with you, and it'll be fine, right?
2: Yeah, I, I stay with us, and I think that that's... Your best option, because unless you really, really want to stay here, and Mari looks up at the ceiling and sees that it's completely sealed and that there's no way of getting up there, it's like, well, I think you're. I think your only real choice is to come with us.
3: This shutter kind of rolls across her. You see through your goggles of the night.
4: <sighs> Doreen, are you feeling okay? Uh, look, I know this is a bit of a detour, and I know you want to get on the road, but uh...
0: I'm okay. You know. Uh... That dream that I had the other day, it's still running through my mind. and Well, it made me think about home, and I am starting to think that it would be nice to see my mother, I guess. Especially because she's sick, and uh, I don't know. Was that what the dream was about? You never told us. You, You
4: just kind of waffled. You do waffle.
0: No, no, the dream was more just memories. I'll tell you guys when we have some more time. All right. Next time we, you
4: know, rest for the night. Okay, but if you draw this out any longer, I
0: swear, <laughs> the, audience the audience is, gonna is get really
4: upset. I was just well,
0: gonna listen. say, <laughs> there's only so totally much to my story. Interest. Okay, I need to draw it out another two hundred <laughs> episodes.
5: <laughs> Trust me, Doran. There's depths in you we Murray have not. overhears
2: this and she leans over to Red and she's just like, "If you want, just tell them that I can read minds." <laughs> <laughs> ah,
4: good thinking. Wait, you can't, can you? Red looks really, like, concentrating right now as if he's trying not to think of anything. You can't read minds, right? No, I can't. Go ahead, Doran.
3: You enter a hallway that runs east-west, and there's also a doorway leading to a room to the north. Doran, you notice that the stone in this hallway is skillfully cut and delicately joined. Hmm. There are some bits of detritus here in the hall, a discarded animal bone stripped clean of flesh, a silver spring pulled out of shape and mangled.
0: Hmm. Um. I'd like to roll uh stone cunning. Okie doke. If that's cool. Let's see. I would like to know, just give you some background. I want to know mm. roughly how old, maybe if this was, uh, you know, uh, taken over by Gnomish or taken over by Dwarven or like, like the origins. So that's going to be. Roll it. Um, double my proficiency. So that's straight up. And 18 plus 8, which is 26. Nice (laughs) math, Alex, and good roll, Doran. (laughs) Yes. Awesome job. These uh, stones.
3: This is not dwarven handiwork. Definitely gnomish in origin. You would estimate Zozenbafel to be somewhere between 800 and 1,000 years old.
0: Oh, wow. You know, Jack, come here. Look at this. I can tell you based on the way that these uh, these blocks here, and look at the carvings here, the way they're shaped, this is uh, this is not dwarven. This is this is gnomish, and, and this is it's got to be over eight hundred years old. Wow, yeah, I mean, and listen, you can you can
5: still hear it working. Whatever is down here, like this is yeah, that's some craft. I tell
0: you, dwarves are good, but
5: but yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, uh, although,
5: is that a broken spring?
0: I'm not surprised.
5: Hey, Mari, look, that's a dead animal. It's
4: over 30 years old, at least. <laughs> Red goes left, and uh, I'll look down the hallway. How far does it lead?
3: Mm. Looking looking west, you can see down the hallway, it opens up into a room, and then you actually see the beginnings of another room beyond.
4: Ooh. More rooms mm. here. And to the east?
3: It's another long hallway that opens up into another room.
4: All right, well, there's a door to the north here. Let's head in there. And Red... Heads to the north door. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Standing in the entranceway to this large room, you see that it is paved with smooth flagstone up to about the midway point, whereupon it seems to drop off or change. Hard to see from your perspective in the doorway.
4: Let's head in.
0: What a peculiar uh, structure. Peculiar. Mm -hmm. Peculiar. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Look at the way they've done the flagstone. Like, like as if it's supposed to be... Uh, peculiar like Why does it only something. come up to there? Let, let's go in.
3: Yeah.
0: It's so peculiar. You guys head in? Yeah, let's
4: go in.
3: As you head into the room, you see that on the west side, there is a long pile of some kind of shiny silver rock. Whoa. And moving in, you see that the floor about halfway through, there's this dim gleam of neglected metal coming mm. from underneath a, a grate. Holy shit! Look at all that shiny
4: rock over
0: there. Wow.
3: Doran, what is that?
0: I knew that gnomes were were little inventors, but look at this. He's standing over the grate looking down into... Mm. I don't know what that is, Red.
3: Doran, you're looking down into these vast gears different sizes and shapes interlock with each other just underneath the level of the floor and a great seamlessly interconnects with the stonework of the paving stones such that you could imagine being able to walk out on top of the machinery without hurting yourself these massive gears are still and quiet Spiderwebs stretch between their teeth huh. oh.
5: no miss man i don't get it
3: look at all these gears
5: how did they even how do they work Although I am thinking about, we saw a bunch of gears back at um, Toril Flame Tongues place or something, where we had to do some weird things with gears. Now, Richard. <laughs> yeah. What the hell kind of room is this? It's like
4: machinery, or uh, is all this rock like churned? Is it like like pieces like mined? Murray mm-hmm.
2: kind of... like touches the flagstone because she's not. She sees the all these gears and all this metal and reflexively
3: just steps, one takes a step back.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: The
3: stones that are in this big, long line on the west side of the room, you move closer and see that it's kind of like shiny gravel. It's made out of chunks of some lustrous silver metal.
5: It's like the work of a thousand
0: miners all at once. Um, without overdoing it with the stone cunning, I'd like to roll it again. <laughs> do it. Stone cutting. Find out what we're looking at are here. Are
3: you looking at specifically this shiny gravel stuff? Yeah. Rock and roll.
4: Yeah, Red walks over and like picks it up and puts it in front of your oh, nose. What the hell is this, Doran? <laughs>
3: but the lick test. It, 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 Doran's got
4: to be the best at this. Feels like a battery. Lick it.
0: 13. I only rolled a 13. That's a real thing geologists do because they're crazy. It's yeah, <laughs> lick, lick the it's stone. Success yeah. one peppercorn.
3: Um, Doran, because you are a Or you used to be, I suppose, a smith. I still Um, am. You recognize this to be chromium. Ah, yes. You know that it's good for resistance to corrosion and for its hardness. But you don't know from where this was taken, how long ago, or what it was necessarily in this room for.
0: And it's sort of laid as a pathway type thing? Does it look like... Yeah. It looks like it's inlaid into the floor.
3: Well, it's interesting. Um... There is um, kind of like an entrance to the room through which this gravel has poured on the southern side.
0: Okay, so there's like an entrance.
3: Yeah, um, it's it's a pretty small entrance, so...
4: This is where the crawling in the dungeon comes in, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, it's chromium. Yeah, this it's is a... Uh... Chroma. what's that? Chromium, it's it's excellent. Uh, it's an excellent material to work with, which uh, it doesn't rust very easily. And it, and you could tell. I mean, if it's been here as long as the stones I checked in the first room in the entrance, there, it's over eight hundred years old. This came from crows. No, that's crazy, Veranda, Did you get that? This came from crows. No. I did
4: mean, you say chromium? Like they threw it up no. or they pooped it out of. Chrome. Like how owls do?
0: Chromium. Like shiny. <laughs> like it's. Crows. Red walks away.
5: Crows aren't shiny.
4: These ones were.
5: Jack. They love shiny things. That's why it's called chromium. I don't know. It's a perfect connection. Crows love shiny things. This metal is shiny. Chromium. What more do you yeah. need?
0: Good point.
4: <laughs> I need a crow that shits out chromium.
5: It turns out.
4: Red takes some and puts it in the bag of holding.
3: All
0: right. Actually, that's a great idea. I'll take more, then. I might be able to do something with this.
3: You want to do anything else in this weird room? If you want to investigate the I gears do. or the grates or the um, pile yeah, of this, rocks. Oh,
5: man. And the dice back me up here. An 11 to sort of get any clue about what the original function of this gears under the grate kind of is.
3: You don't get much about these gears, Jack. What you do get is you notice a place in these this grate where it's been fucked with. Hmm. There's a hole pried into these delicate metal beams that separates you from the machinery. It's a little larger than fist-sized, and there are sharp pieces of metal that are bent up, and some of them mm-hmm. broken off.
5: Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it. I don't know what this does, but some of it clearly broke it here. I. It, does that look- Does it help when I touch it like
3: this?
4: And Red's poking buttons oh on the wall. God. <laughs> <laughs> You die. I'm assuming there's no buttons. On there's the no buttons on this. Uh, not this wall. Red's just yeah. turning the the gears with his
5: hands. He's like trying.
2: Mm-hmm. But, Come TPK. On. We're all dead.
5: Well, <laughs> I'm going to guess Red. it looks like maybe some kind of critter crawled in here. Is that kind of the vibe I'm getting or more like somebody broke it to get something that was down there from
3: yeah, above. you take a closer look. You see that there are some dried stains present here. Yeah,
5: Um, like And through
3: stains. the grate, you can see broken pieces of metal and wood littering the ground underneath, speaking to the efforts of some vandalism. Hmm. Mari comes over and takes a
2: look and sees all these broken pieces.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I reach them or are they like down far? Yeah, I mean, if you want to put your hand through this Sharp hole, you could definitely reach. This seems cursed. Don't
4: put your hand in the sharp hole, Mari. It I might know.
3: get ripped off. I know. Do it. Meanwhile,
0: do it. Doran's got his arm extended and he's looking at everybody's arm to see who's got the longest arm. Yeah, Mari, do it.
3: Who's got the longest, skinniest? Red's arm, got the no. longest
0: arm, and he's like trying to shrink it back. He's
2: <laughs>
3: like You can do it, Mari. She's got she's
2: got long, skinny arms. She's sure. So she reaches through this hole
3: and roll a sleight of hand check for me, please.
2: Dirty 20. Yeah! Actually, no, actually higher. I get
3: to raise 24.
2: I forgot that I have a proficiency bonus on that. Nice. I rolled a 24. You
3: deftly avoid these sharp pieces of twisted metal contaminated by what is definitely blood um, and reach down into the hole to retrieve these bits of metal and wood. Mari, as you pull them up out of the hole, you see that the piece of metal that is mangled and broken looks to have once been a spearhead, perhaps. Right. As as,
2: as she pulls it out and she holds it in her hand, uh, she takes it and looks at it and casts Mending to put it back together. Oh. Nice.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Very That's cool.
2: right.
5: Is it like a stone spear? Is it like a more modern yeah. iron spear? Is it... Does it have any cultural signifiers on it? Are we like Uthgart barbarians? Does it say
4: owned by Jop"? <laughs> this spear I is mean, John's.
3: if you could, it says Bobby's spear
2: <laughs> on it. No, I, I mean. Um, with
5: a backwards B. <laughs>
2: Property of.
5: Uh, what, what's that, Murray?
2: Uh, well, it looks like I found a spear and, and she sort of realizes that Jack is an you archeo- You're an archaeologist, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and realizes that she's she's not going to tell him that it was like broken and that she Wow, it's it. in such
5: good condition. How did it get like how, a spear like this should have been like after 800 1000. Okay, even if it was only 100 years down here, the wear and tear of time is nothing preserved it like this. I wonder if there's, you know, a uh, uh, Yeah,
3: maybe it's something in the air. This is not 100 years old. No? No. This is a goblin spearhead and much younger. Maybe 30 years? It's just a baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's,
5: (laughs) I I mean, luckily, I I don't think it's a, you know, a a treasured find from an undiscovered culture, but it does look a little bit goblin-y. You can see just the the shape of it and the, the way they, you know, use this kind of sinew to tie on the top. Um, sorry. I
4: called it wizard splaining. Don't worry about it, Murray. <laughs> I got really excited
5: there for a minute. I'll. Uh, um, he does it to everybody. That's it's fine.
2: That's you. fine. I'm. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. I'm getting used to it. Just his thing.
5: And, and like recently, well, in the in the span of years of this thing recently. Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, so goblins came in and they fucked with the gnomes.
5: No, no. Well, if the the gnomes were like eight hundred to a thousand years ago, well, someone threw like, this spear. Yeah, like forty years ago, maybe at 50. what.
0: I don't know. And maybe maybe they were trying to th- push the spear and maybe they managed to stop these gears from turning. Like, can you see anything? And mm. Doran's looking for, like, any pieces left in between the gears or anything like this.
3: Yeah, make an investigation check, Doran. Fuck it,
0: he do. It's a one plus, um... Hmm. Fuck it, he do?
3: You're not a gear boy. <laughs> you don't know. You're not steampunk how it is. I don't, I don't really know. I see
4: that Doran's not actually looking at the gears, <laughs> but at something that kind of looks like a gear, and I walk over to help him. Oh, Doran, are you looking over here? And I'll roll as well. Sure, just sure. Just so he
0: doesn't feel stupid. Straight up one. That was my... <laughs> Yeah, I can't really
4: see. Ooh, 18. Hey. Come on, Plus three. That's a 21. Oh, it's Whoa. here, Darren. Look at oh. the gears. Uh, I was looking Cute. at the wrong thing,
0: Red. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: just an old
0: shoe.
3: Red, you notice that there's a belt missing between two shafts, and based on the position of the hole in the grate, you would imagine that whoever was in this room fucking with the grate was maybe trying to get at that spot, and failed.
4: Yeah, it looks like someone tried to get at the belt here. It's missing. I wonder if they took it off to shut
0: it all down. Or... That's interesting. Huh. Can you reach to the grate, anyways, or is that why it was pried back? Like you can't. I can.
3: Uh, Mari can. Oh, and Mari can. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> thin arms, you mean?
3: Yeah because she's past that. So
4: you have to have a negative one in strength.
3: (laughs) Which Mari and I (laughs) (laughs) do.
2: We're very Mm -hmm. Mm noodly.
4: So
0: the belt is missing?
2: Yeah, the
3: belt is missing. Do you see anything down there?
4: Mm. I don't see much beyond the belt missing, but it seems like somebody pried this thing open to take the belt off. Maybe we could put another one on. Ah, you know what? Before we start fucking with all this, we should figure out what the hell it is. That's probably a good plan. Maybe this powers up a giant metallic dragon.
2: Oh, No. (laughs)
4: They run on machines, right?
0: Not only that, but even if you'd got that belt attached, there's nothing running, so I mean. Either like, way, it's very impressive, I must say. Yeah, it is. Shall we move on? I think we should.
4: Let's head west and stick together. All right, let's do it. <coughs> Jack off.
3: Jack off? <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
4: Once again, to our wonderful Patreon supporters Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H., Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Leader J, Lorelai Feldman, Last Ruth on the left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Wordberry, Merlin, Michelle Khan, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Terra, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo, thank you so much. Oh. Yeah
0: like every time i start discord it's needs to update i'm like i'm on this shit every week i literally use zoom this is good
4: content keep complaining alex (laughs) let's do it in doran's voice
0: what the hell you know you know i updated (laughs) this i just updated this shit last week
4: oh doran you gotta have zoom installed on your computer that's the (laughs) come on come come on on.
2: come on clark how could you
5: This should be the intro to the She's episode. Doran complaining. Yeah, it's just it's just Doran. I wonder if it's all those search bars you've installed in your app browser. Huh? <laughs> well, it said if
4: I click here, I get free uh, internet for a year. The,
5: the thing that's stalling
2: it is that Doran installed those like things that make your mouse cursor have like little star trails or mm. turns it into like oh, a hamburger no. or something. So, so it's just a, it's exactly. just an anvil
5: and a hammer chasing after each other. It's, <laughs> it's a little cat. It's hilarious.
2: I have the I have the little bonsai buddies over in the
1: corner. and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you
0: have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient,